Hard shell tacos. 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 I think it's raining here. I think I can hear rain. That's pretty exciting. Okay. <laughs> it was just like that the other day here. Yeah. It was uh, pretty gloomy all day. It's, it's actually yeah, really nice. It, yeah. The power went out. Um, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday at work. Oh, well. Because um, it was raining so, like, really hard. That world-renowned Texas power grid. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah. Only uh, for worse shit. So. Yeah. Man, I had to take the puppy back today. Really? Uh, yeah. What happened? Well, he has... He's, uh, he's due for his... Uh, uh, sterile sterilization. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's old enough finally. But yeah, he okay. was apparently he was the I don't know he was the oddball of the of mm -hmm. the little group they found. The, okay. The least outgoing of the four. Mm -hmm. So he and I, kindred spirits. <laughs> I understand your pain, dog. I use okay. that in both the. Uh, as an urban colloquialism, as well as your species. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the thing. Uh, here we are. It is January 3rd, first episode of 2024. Oh man, Hard Shell Tacos, where we are the odd dogs in our litter, in our respective yes. litters. Uh, so I'm Leo. I'm joined by my cousin Lily. We are going to talk about all sorts of crazy shit. Um, I have some. I was looking through some questions throughout uh, from our last episode to now, and you had some uh, like parenting and like relationship example types of. I don't know um, if "quote" is the right word because we don't have the exact one you were thinking of, but I do have mm -hmm. quite a few pulled up. So we can, let's start with those. So the first one I found, just before we started, what we were talking about, is uh, it's about parents having a, t a bad relationship and thus the example they set for their children is a bad, you know, is being in a bad relationship, essentially. Like that's your- Yeah, your you go after what you're, what you're shown pretty much, you know? So right. like- for example, uh, my parents have been married for 39 years. Um, this year of 2024 in December will be their 40th. And although they have stayed together, which is cool, great, whatever, they have a very toxic relationship. And I've just started noticing that. And I wish I found the quote that I, the quote that I had found that just made it click in my head, but. Um, I've realized that too in my own relationships that they can get pretty toxic as well. So I don't know uh, what a healthy relationship looks like. Although my parents have been married for a long time, they were not, they're not a good example, you know? Yeah, dysfunctional marriage. Uh, 100%. And they're very codependent on one, one, on each other, yeah. both of them, which is why they, they should have been divorced a long time ago, if I'm being honest. But. They stay together for the kids, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Among and because other things. They, and maybe, you know, they probably have the same type of parents like that, too, you know, that were right. very toxic and whatever. So that's what they're used to. And 
they found their other toxic half and got some fucked up kids. <laughs> the toxic <laughs> out of scale the was balanced enough to produce children. Yes, yes. I was telling uh, someone the other day how I was brought into this world against my will. Yeah, I've been using that I said that to my boss the other day. I was talking to him and one of my friends at work, and he's like, that is the most fucking emo shit I have ever heard yeah, in my is. life. <laughs> I was absolutely an emo kid that did not dress like one. 100%. Yeah, true. I'm like, same. I... I mean, I just wore a lot of puka shell necklaces and uh, <laughs> fucking thrifted t-shirts, you know. I uh, one of the, cargo one shorts. Of the last, no, not cargo okay. shorts, but I had a puka shell necklace that I never fucking took off, and this one belt that I never took off. Yeah, my best friend and I were looking at pictures. Like I think it was last year. I don't even know, but we were looking through some of her old pictures. And we started seeing a theme with me in every picture that she had of us. And it's me wearing this one fucking belt that I literally wore it until it fell apart. Fell apart. Yeah. Um, and then I always had a puka shell necklace. <laughs> like, and then uh, I used to, you know, do the thrift. I still do. I, I used to thrift... Um, or go shopping at thrift stores for like graphic tees and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, that's the best uh, place. Yeah, I used to get them from like the kids section because I was a, a freaking twig back in my day. Now I just shop shop in the men's section. I love men's t-shirts, but um, yeah, my friends and I we would swap clothes all the time. She wore that same belt at one point, and we would always borrow these few shirts from <laughs> each other, but. We listened to, I, I mean, I guess I kind of dressed like it. Never mind. So okay. I, I guess I kind of did. Yeah, I guess I kind of did. But I was more into, I wasn't too, too into the emo stuff that much. I was more into like a perfect circle of Deftones and then all of that stuff. Um, but there are some emo bands that I liked and there's some that I like even more now. And I get to make my little emo heart happy in October when I go to the uh, When We Were Young Festival in, in Las Vegas. Very excited about that. I don't get how and why people continue to call Deftones uh, emo or like emo They're adjacent. They're like new metal. They call, yeah. I always hear metal with them. New metal based on time, like the time that they <laughs> came, they emerged. Uh, their first yeah. like two albums, yes. But afterwards, they started getting more experimental. I just called them like alternative yeah. metal at this point. Yeah, yeah, they're nowhere near emo. I mean, I know Chino's voice. You know, he sounds like he's oh, crying all the time. Yeah, but... his uh, <laughs> haunting vocals, as I refer to it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why. But he's not. No, he's not emo. Yeah, that that used to bother me. Actually, like speaking of dysfunctional relationships, this woman I used to see. <laughs> Uh, she would always antagonize me with that. She would always, because mm -hmm. she knew they were my favorite. So she yeah. would always call them emo and be, to go to response from me. And I'm like, why, why do you, at, it got to a point where I'm like, why do you keep doing this? Like, you mm -hmm. you see how agitated I get. Like, So why, do you do yeah. it because it's fun? Is that, are you enjoying this? Because I'm not enjoying this. Like, I really don't appreciate you, I don't know, calling me things that I'm not. And mm -hmm. like in a derogatory fashion is yeah. why it bothered me. It's not because 
emo kids, whatever. They I had tons of friends that were emo and stuff. I don't really care, but it's the like you're calling me that you're using that as a derogatory word and you continue to call me that. So that's why it's bothering me. And even yeah. still, she continued to do it and like this woman was like 6 years older than me. So it was really strange. Oh lord. Yeah. It was weird. I was also weird, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I um kind of with the like with the dysfunctional parents like no shit. Uh, <laughs> no fucking shit. My father was a very troubled man. This is not a mystery to anyone. Anyone who knows, anyone who's been listening this far, you already know that uh, even if you don't know the specifics, you know that he was not well in his mind. Uh, yeah. My yeah. mother was more indifferent and detached. Um, I ended up hearing, learning about the term proximal abandonment, which is oh, okay. it's just like you are physically there. Yes, you, the food is on the table. Yes, you know, they have, mm -hmm. you have clothes that fit you and everything. Like you're not being neglected physically, but like the, yeah. the emotional availability of the parent does not exist. So, yeah, my dad, I mean, my dad's emotionally <clears throat> unavailable. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard to get an I love you out of that man. <laughs> um, I mean, he shows it in some ways. I mean, he'll, he'll say it here and there now, but it's very rare, you know, when you hear it. He's only really open, I guess, like that with my mom only. Hmm. But yeah, he's, uh, he's an emotionally unavailable parent and it leads me to seek out... <laughs> Emotionally, emotionally unavailable men yeah. unavailable partners yeah. oh that's not good um, I was th actually that makes me think of something where you said that he's like that with your mother and my f at his funeral m uh, his last wife of the f yeah. <laughs> of the fucking sequence uh, of the what four right four yeah, yeah. no three because he had a, a, mom, be, uh, a chick be on the yeah, side yeah that's right that's right. The uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, the the final partner in the sequence. She said that like he was a better man than you knew. Uh, he was he was very different than 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 what you saw. Okay. So uh, you're trying to tell me a secret, like it's gonna change my mind about everything I saw. Yeah. Like I, I have none of those saw. experiences, so I can't. Yeah. I and I don't understand you, woman. You don't. Mm -hmm. Your thinking does not make sense to me. Just like your younger sibling, you know, had a totally different right <laughs> experience. So I don't. I don't know. He's not. Oh man, he he. Uh, oh boy, <laughs> he needs work. He needs to do some work. I should say. Your little brother. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, he tried. He tried to. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say it. I don't even talk to him anymore. So I got this very expensive, you know, beat making program a couple Christmases ago. And he asked to like, he asked me to send him like the logins and all that shit for mine. He's like, since you're not using it at all. And I'm like, you're not about to fucking gaslight me to use my $500 program for oh free or for me to God. give it to you. So I was like, you're not going to start. I'm like, you may, people may have been able to do that shit with me in the past, but I'm like, you're not about to do that shit with me. 
He's like, well, you're not using it. I'm like, you don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. He, uh, uh, he so has I'm a, like, ew. He has a problem yeah. with assuming things. And mm-hmm. he, and once he is, con- like, when he, when he assumes something, he is convinced without any shadow of a doubt that he is right. And yeah. The, I think part of what led to me falling out with him was he had messaged me completely out of nowhere. We had never talked mm-hmm. about this before, ever. And he, he just messaged me like, hey, can I move in with you? And I was what still... What the fuck? I was still with my ex at the time. And we were mm-hmm. we were still, like, very happy, very healthy relationship. And I didn't say yeah. anything. I, I just said, uh, like, let me get back to you. and Because, like, I don't really want to, honestly. But I'm let me still float it with the with the lady i didn't tell him that i just said let me get back to you and my thinking was i'll i'll bring it up see what she thinks and uh you know we're we're gonna agree that we don't want that but still i just Mm -hmm. i want to give him the i don't know i don't know whatever i i wanted to ask her anyway and she said like well do you do you want him to no not really just just (laughs) just making sure we're on the same page here (laughs) uh Mm -hmm. and yeah but by that point, he had already started messaging me like, "If you want to say no, just fucking say no." I'm like, "Dude, what is the matter with you? I I don't know if you realize this, but I have a I have a living with me partner, and we've been together for a yeah. long time. Her it, her opinion on these things is very important to me. Mm-hmm. It would be complete disrespect to her to just let you move in without even having consulted her about it." Mm-hmm. And and I think out of all of your siblings, he was like the most spoiled one. He was absolutely one hundred, one hundred percent. And that and and what you're saying now, like what you're telling me, that just shows. <laughs> He's used to getting what he wants. He was as a kid. Yes, God forbid if you say no. But yeah, I stopped talking to him um, after he said that shit to me. I like, I think I blocked him or something. I'm like, I'm not. I'm like, you're not about to be doing this shit to me. Sorry. Yeah. Um, other. Yeah, that isn't the only time he's done something fucking weird. Like entitled behavior. But yeah, he's a. I, I don't know how many uh, good relationships he has left with yeah. anyone. Just. I don't know if he has any uh, relationships. I know he was talking to like. Like the last time I saw him was. When our cousin graduated from, what was it, NAU or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and that was, fuck, like 2019, I think? Um, or 18, somewhere around those times. That's the last time I saw him. And he seemed okay, and like he was kind of close with my brother and our cousin, but after that, yeah, that was it. And like I started sharing, you know, my music stuff with him. And he started sharing his with me, so we would go back and forth and give each other notes. Um, but that was it, and then just all of a sudden, he's like, "Hey, um, can you send me your give me your very stuff. expensive? Give me your program for free because you're obviously not using it." And I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I I think I had between like the for me that the moving in situation that was like the last of it uh he Mm -hmm. had been some time ago at least 
10 years ago. He was a, a plumbing apprentice with uh, my plumber brother. Okay, yeah. So he was doing that. And then they ha like he had let younger brother move in with him or something like that. And then he had been, I think, cheeky with uh, with uh, sister-in-law. And what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> then he, after when a uh, plumber brother confronted him about it, he got cheeky with him. And then plumber brother did not want he wasn't having it. So yeah. He kind of shoved him and then, like, check your attitude or I'll check it for you kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And they haven't spoken since. And wow. so I knew about this from Younger Brother. Mm -hmm. I finally heard this the Plumber Brother side of the story. And he it's it's really weird to me. It's like, okay, he is 100% admitting fault here, and he's trying to patch things up with you, and you don't want to? For, for Why? I really don't... I don't understand. Like, we don't have a very deep bench here. <laughs> we are very few in number. We are all we have. So, you know, we don't really have the, uh, the luxury of holding grudges. So I told him as much, along with, like, dude, you need to get some serious fucking help. Uh, professional yeah. help. There is there is yeah. no magic pill, no fucking grass or mushroom that's going to help you. You need mm -hmm. professional, professional help. And after that, I, I told him, like, dude, I'm not... Until you decide to grow the fuck up and take charge of your life, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, haven't spoken to him since. But, uh, yeah, uh, dysfunctional parents, really poor behavior out of the child. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of difficulty with emotional, being emotionally open in a lot yeah. of my, a lot of my early relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't until my most recent one my most recent ex and she was the one who really helped nudged me along in the right direction yeah so yeah that's one of those like uh, eternally grateful kind of things mm -hmm. but i'm trying to think oh right i think i've mentioned this before but i struggled with uh fidelity as much as the example was set for me uh, yeah I'm not trying to excuse myself because that's it's not cool. No, in no way, shape, or form was that acceptable. So, but um, I don't know. I guess a key difference out of this one was it only took once, and mm -hmm. seeing the the fallout of that, I was like, God, I did that. That's not cool. I don't want to do that. That's not nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's all it took for me to fucking learn. I, which, I mean, once is too many already, but still, like, better yeah. once than still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, I've struggled with, um, uh, like, opening up to people just yeah. because, you know, I always got made fun of for <laughs> doing that. You have emotions? Um, what a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, right? You're not allowed to have feelings. 
Um, and yeah, like being vulnerable with people and like fully letting my guard down. Like I, my trust, like I've been betrayed by every single person I've ever met in my life. Um, and lied to and all this stuff. So it takes a while for me to trust people. So I don't fully open up. I self-sabotage a lot. Um, especially when things start going good. <laughs> it's yeah, when that, I'm like, that's okay, when you do it. well, I'm like, where's all the bad shit? You know, I'm like, this has to be a joke. Like there's something it's, this isn't real. <laughs> you know? it, right. And it's because I'm used to the dysfunction. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's still something that I struggle with. I don't fully trust people. Um, and I'm always looking for their ulterior motive, you know, mm-hmm. even in like friendships. That's why I only have like two close friends and that's it. And it's because we've put each other through the ringer. But uh, yeah, I still, yeah, I still do a lot of that. And I, I recognize it now, you know, and then especially getting out of a narcissistic relationship, like in a abusive you know relationship like that it's hard for me to take people's actions like like their nice gestures and stuff i can't take it seriously because i'm like what are you doing you know what do you want what do you actually want what do you want what are you doing yeah that's something that i struggle with and then i just i seek emotionally unavailable people and i don't like it and then i kind of feel like i can be emotionally unavailable also I can't really take compliments. <laughs> uh, I feel weird receiving affection. Like I don't like it. I, you know, I appreciate it, but I feel weird about it. Um, uh, I wonder how. I don't know. I, I'm sure you've you've recognized this, but it's like I. What I'm hearing is like you, you yourself are seeking a mirror, sort of. Like, you don't mm-hmm. want to be emotionally vulnerable, so you look for people who won't bring that out of you or try to bring that out of you? Maybe. That's what I'm doing, yeah. Yeah, because um, they're not going to challenge you because they don't want to be challenged. Mm-hmm. In, I mean that, like, emotional vulnerability, not, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Else. That was just what popped in my head when I was hearing that. Here is... I don't know, like, these quotes are all all you can really say is like yeah (laughs) your first obligation Mm -hmm. as a parent is to not bring chaos into your kids' lives like no shit correct (laughs) how we listen to our children holds just as much value as the way we talk to them like okay yeah no fucking kidding Mm -hmm. um a little bit of vindication here somebody's mad at you right now because you picked peace over drama and distance over disrespect uh, none of these are all fuck, fucking Pinterest. All right. <sighs> okay. So... I did find some poems too that I um. Mm, fun. That I uh, saw. I just gotta fucking find. <laughs> Hold on. What's mm. this one? I have my fresh notepad right next to me. I've been working on. Oh right, I had talked about. I don't remember when, but it was some time ago. About this one that I wrote. It was when we were talking about, like, inspiration and stuff and, like, trying something new. And I I had mentioned trying to work on meter. And I had written one when I was, like, in the throes of substance abuse problems. And, yeah, I finally found it. I thought I had lost it, but I got it. But, um, okay, so some, I have some of these. 
this one in particular, the, this first question that came to me, it would at it sparked from a conversation on Reddit where mm -hmm. the topic of conversation was like, what phrases need to go away? And somebody said, okay. someone said the, like the, the cliche, I'm, o I'm really OCD about such and such thing. And <laughs> I, I commented on I'm that. I'm guilty of that one a lot. <laughs> I commented on that saying like, yeah, similarly, people saying they're depressed when you know they just had a bad day or something like you don't i don't think that's depression and somebody got really fucking upset with me saying that i'm gatekeeping i'm gatekeeping depression with... okay so th that's what like that's what i was thinking cuz and then person said well it's weird to gatekeep depression that that's what they kept saying was it's weird yeah and so i said i think what's more weird is saying that you have something that you don't and watering down the potency of that word so that when people mm -hmm. who actually have it now they just look like some fucking quirky kid on instagram but they're not they have an actual serious medical condition yeah and then it's like oh well you don't know if they have it or don't like oh yeah you're right and it's still i still think that that's a that's not a, an acceptable use of the phrase like if i wake up and my testicles are sore i don't say i have cancer or something yeah. or anything to that effect these, yeah. these are serious medical conditions and just like, like people who you know get easily distracted they're like oh my god adhd you or, know or like, like there's more more than more to i can't even speak uh, there's, there's more to more it than, than just, just being that. distracted. Yes. And yeah. So that's what I said about um, about depression. Like, there's way more to it than just being sad about something. There's mm -hmm. so much more to it. And then, like, I gave a scholarly source. Like, look, this is these are all of the other pro like symptoms that you can have. And like, being sad is just one. It's one of the few that's visible. So like you can be high functioning, just like with anxiety, there's high functioning anxiety, you know, where yeah. everything seems fine, but you know, it's really not. <laughs> um, I mean, I deal with that. I'm definitely high. I like, I am high functional anxiety, like to the T if you ever look at me and anything that's like me. So I always just hate when people are like, oh my God, anxiety. I'm like, huh. it's not just. Yeah. Just being, rocking back and forth and whatever you know being nervous about something is not anxiety mm -hmm. uh, no so that was like same same thing like i was a high functioning i high functioning and i had a major depressive disorder or at least that's mm -hmm. what the, what the diagnosis was at the time and yeah that like that this isn't i'm not just sad that's absolutely not what's happening to me and I really mm -hmm. don't like if I if you want to call it like this is me speaking to that person. Like if you want to call it, call me a gatekeeper, go ahead. But I'm not going to sit here and let people trivialize a, a very serious condition. Because mm -hmm. no people who have who are dealing with this normalizing is great. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm here to help. But trivializing it. Absolutely not. 
this isn't like, oh, I'm so OCD because you like your pencils to be in a straight line or something. Oh, there's way more to it than Absolutely. that. And I can really delve into that because, that's, yes. That's yes. what somebody... OCD is no joke. <laughs> somebody else, the person who posted, like, I'm, like I, I hate this phrase, I'm really OCD about mm -hmm. whatever, like something trivial. And then people were like, yes, I ha I'm diagnosed with OCD. And keeping things in order is not what you think. It's not enjoyable. No, yeah. no, no. Like, for instance, with me, I have a thing with locked doors. Um, and I think I've you've always mentioned been that. like that since I was a kid. Like, locked doors, I have to make sure, like, when I'm in the house and everyone who resides in the house, wherever ever I lived... I had to make sure those doors were locked at all times. Like if the yeah. same, like if I let my dogs outside, the minute they come back in, I need to lock the doors. I cannot go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Unless I check all of my doors are locked and windows are locked, and that everyone who's residing in my home is like in the same room as me. And I do that when I go visit back home. I am checking everyone's fucking locks in your home, um, because. It just gives me a sense of security. And I've always been like that. And I've always been weird with hand washing. Like, I, I'm always washing my hands. Like, that's another one for me. And what is it? Even numbers. Everything has to be even numbered. <laughs> Everything. Uh, Everything. I, I don't think... I, I'm... The word that I prefer to use is I'm neurotic about that. Um, mm -hmm. Just, it's really dumb. I know it's dumb. But still, like if I change the volume on something, it has to be either five or a zero. There is no oh other option. God. Oh my gosh. And yeah, me, I'm like even numbers. Yeah. Even I... with my alarm clocks, like they have to be even numbers. Five or zero um, for me. <laughs> Nothing but else. No, is OCD with... But yeah, OCD OCD is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's I, what I've heard. I hate that I'm like this. Like I hate it. I really hate it. Uh, yeah. Another minor one is when, I don't know, you misremember something or you mishear something. Oh, I'm such a schizoid. Like, or I'm such a schizo. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. I hate people who just do that in general. Like, oh, if they wear glasses. Oh, my God, I'm such a nerd. I'm like, oh, I hate people who categorize themselves into, like, these things. I'm a foodie. I'm a bin. I'm a whatever the fuck yeah it's like, the same thing it yeah bothers the fuck out of me it, it's just to be quirky too like it's not yeah. you're not doing it out of advocacy or anything like that don't don't try to misrepresent yourself any more than you already do and all i'm gonna say is if you're trying really hard to make yourself different than others you're just fucking following the crowd because there's a lot of people who you know say that they're a certain way and that they're not like everyone else well guess what bitch you're like fucking everyone else okay because you're trying <laughs> too hard to not be instead of just being your authentic self if you know like fuck it's coming from a weird kid yeah coming from a weird kid like you don't want this i promise you you don't all right so <laughs> uh moving on another question this one always fucking bugs me when i see it I think we've spoken about it briefly. I don't know if we've done so at length, but the, it's, is there any completely selfless act of kindness? 
or is no. there always a motive behind helping someone else? There's always a motive. So, okay, so here, perfect. To this, me, there's always a motive. So, always a motive. So here, I'm uh, going to give you a scenario here. Um, you go to a gas station because you want to get a snack and a drink. Uh, and then as you come out, there's a guy who's very clearly down on his luck. There is just he's clearly down on his luck. He asked for a few dollars or like some change or something and you don't have any. So you, you don't think about it. You walk in, go to the ATM and you pull out 20 bucks and you give it to him and you drive away. What did I get out of Hold that? You gave them money and you drove away? Yeah, I just gave... I I legitimately walked into the... It was a gas station, went to the ATM, pulled out 20, handed it to him. I said, hey, take care of yourself and good luck getting home. And I got in my car and drove away. I didn't talk to him anymore after that. I mean, you get the satisfaction of knowing that you helped someone. Hmm. Um, and in some lengths, there's... I mean, what... Uh, the thing, I mean, well, that probably, I don't know if that would qualify it as being a, uh, a selfless act, but like, or I don't know, but there's people that will do that. And then they, you know, they go post it on the internet. Like, oh my God, I just did this whole thing. Or there's people that will purposely go out and try to find someone they can help to make themselves feel better. I don't know. So to me, I don't feel like there's. Uh, yeah. Altruism isn't a thing. I don't know. I drove to the gas station with the intention of getting snacks. Mm -hmm. And when I saw him, uh, he asked for some change. I looked at, kind of looked at him. His shoes had the shoelaces removed. Uh, so that happens if you're either like in a city or county lockup for whatever, like drunk tank or whatever. But... Mm -hmm. There's nothing like that nearby. What is nearby is a, a mental health crisis facility. Mm -hmm. And it was like across the street. So he clearly just came from there. Uh, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't feel positively about myself. If I had, I only brought the, I am only mentioning it because of this question. If I didn't, mm -hmm. if I didn't include this question, which I was th really thinking of cutting it out. Would you have known that I did that? What do I get out of that? I don't like. I don't give a shit. I don't feel better or yeah. worse about myself. I'm more True. worried about him. I really hope he's okay. <laughs> he was saying that he needed to get to fuck. Uh, it, it was quite a bit of a waste, and mm -hmm. he said he was trying to get back home in time for uh, in time for Christmas. Gotcha. Which was a few days oh. away, but still. Yeah. I don't know. Is could is there a possibility he uses it for drugs or something? Oh yeah, I guess. But I mean, what can I really do about that anyway? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I can I could list more of these situations that I've been in, but kind of I don't know. I don't know if I I don't want to. I don't really need to. I know I did it. Yeah. I know that those people are slightly better off for five minutes or whatever. Do you want to guess how many animals I've fostered and taken back? Oh, Lord have mercy. Um, I've been doing this for uh, like three and a half years. Three and a half. I'm going to say about 15. 12 to 15. Yeah, that's actually close. 
that's no, Are you I, fucking no, kidding I, me? yeah, I think you got it. I'm, yeah, I think the puppy puts me at 14, 13 or wow. 14. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Okay. How many of those have I mentioned? How many of them? I know I've um, mentioned puppy and the senior cat yeah. that had to take the final nap. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. Yeah, I've uh, I have quite a few. <laughs> deep scratches i want to say you post i want to say you yeah posted i have posted like pictures. a kitten before yeah i but. do post pictures of very cute kittens that's that's very true mm -hmm. uh so I, I don't know i guess those don't count but still there's a lot of them hmm. huh. did you know i'm in uh big brothers of arizona you have mentioned that yes, yes. yeah poor dude he's moving to tucson so oh. I'm getting rematched sometime this year. Okay. I'm kind of hoping for younger this time. He was 15, mm -hmm. and uh, kids are fucking weird these days, man. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get through to him. Like, he wouldn't ever open up about anything. I, After the requisite amount of time had passed, I brought mm -hmm. him here to my house and does like hey okay so you live with a single mom she's always working um so you as far as i know you don't have a lot of uh home-cooked meals from what you've told mm -hmm. me so i'm gonna show you how to make something really simple mm -hmm. and as so i'm like i'm doing it demonstrating explaining it and then he just kind of jumps on it and does it like nothing it's, like dog you just you told me you didn't know how to do any of this yeah why didn't you just say so we could have done something more advanced what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> man that was that he was like that with a lot of stuff it was frustrating mm -hmm. you just tell me so because if you've done x y or z we're gonna do something else that you haven't yeah yeah whatever goddamn fabian and it, and it was called what again Big brothers, big brothers, big sisters. Okay, I might want to do that. Yeah, that's worth looking into. It yeah. note uh, if you're specifically hoping to get a girl, might take a little longer. I know that pretty much everywhere there's more boys waiting, and mm. and the uh, big sisters can have little brothers. Big brothers. Okay, can... I was about to ask him like, do they match? Big brothers cannot have little sisters. Oh, well, I get that. I don't get it, but whatever. I mean, I do get it. Uh, but that's still weird because it can also happen, you know, shit yeah. can also go the other way. Um, <clears throat> but it's more common that way. Let me see if they have something like that out here. Big Brothers will have uh, in your city for sure. Um, okay. Is it possible to go through life without telling a lie? absolutely not <laughs> yeah i don't think so either i was, was thinking even about... if it's a little white lie you right. gotta like there's gonna be a point in your life where you're it's like a necessity at some point you're it's usually to spare someone's feelings right mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that when we were doing the the and the full 2024 uh card read which yeah <laughs> pluggity plug ooky spooky stuff Go check that one out. I just put it out. Um, mm -hmm. 
So I mentioned on one of those months where this is the time to like that person. You know who I'm talking about. The mm-hmm. person that you need to let go of. Uh, you know who I'm talking that's uh she she would do that and I was just too fucking dense to pick up on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So before we uh in the last one we were talking about like new year's resolutions kind of and mm-hmm. I was thinking about it and the like the reason I was very vocal about you know who I'm talking about mostly yeah. a message to myself because as the year <laughs> was approaching um I was thinking like do I want to do a resolution what would I do and like typical like I'll start exercising more or start eating better typical shit but then I was like do I want to mm-hmm. renew my efforts to try to woo her <laughs> oh lord yeah. that's uh. wh- that's why I was very insistent you need to stop like she's not she doesn't like you Oh my god. <laughs> I can't oh god, I can't help it. I I don't know. I can't help it. I'm infatuated. Yeah. I mean I'll just tell you do what you gotta do. <laughs> I will Do you, boo. <clears throat> Man, I tried a lot of things. Being like really mm-hmm. creative things too. Mm-hmm. And nothing. Nothing doing. That's all right oh, though. Goodness. I think th- Part of it is I have a more, uh, I'll be trying to put it nicely for myself, a more antiquated outlook on courtship and romance. And that just does not really jive with the current landscape for people. Makes it kind of difficult. I don't know how else to be. Sorry, my I'm like all over the place right eh, now. That's fine. Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to work on getting uh, one of my friends on our podcast. Ooh, fun. Uh, who is one of our listeners. Oh, how fun. Uh, yeah. And I, I, yeah, I just let them know, like, let me know when you want to hop on and what you want to talk about, probably. Um, he did enjoy our episode about like our music and all that stuff, our creativity. Yeah. Um, he does a little bit of that stuff too. So, um, maybe we can have him on and talk about that or just some bullshit. I don't know, but possible to go through my, I, every time I think about it, I feel so fucking stupid. It was very obvious what she was doing. I just, Mm -hmm. I just could not pick it up at the time. To uh, I had I was like the heart eyes emoji. That was okay. me. I could just not see logic. It was not in the cards. All right, uh, but enough of my fucking woes. Uh, is it more admirable to live for a cause or die for a cause? I kind of want to say both. <laughs> right. I was thinking like it kind of depends on the impact that you have depending yeah, on which one yeah. you do. That's kind of what I why I, I mean both because yeah. it could depend on cuz like it, yeah. martyrdom is huge for causes. But at the, like also uh, a long, uh, like Nelson Ma- Nelson Mandela living mm-hmm. for the cause. He was like the fucking champion of ending apartheid. Yep. So it was 
so and he lived for the cause whereas let's say uh dr king here in the mm -hmm. u.s where he died for the cause and that did spur a lot more action yeah but he also like lived for it as well mm -hmm. i guess it's difficult to say without having been there or having been alive during that time knowing yeah just how big of an impact he was having at the time yeah I actually got a chance to talk to a guy. He uh, he marched on Washington in the same, like in the group with Dr. King. I thought it was really cool. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he was an older gent. Yeah, as far as like living or dying for a cause, I, man. You know who people don't talk about very often that I didn't find out about until um, years ago? Um, the loving family, like the couple, they went to the Supreme Court. It was Mildred and Richard Loving. Uh, they were an interracial married couple, and where they were living at, it was, I mean, it wasn't, you know, legal yeah, yeah. during their time. And they literally went all the way to, they're the reason why interracial couples exist and can be together now. <laughs> And I recently saw like a movie they made about them and it's just beautiful. Yeah. All of the things that they did to try to, you know, they didn't care if it was legal or not. They wanted to be together and they literally fought all the way to the Supreme Court to get this passed. I've heard um, of it. I've heard of this. I've heard of their name, but I, yeah. I didn't know that much about it. Yeah. But wow, that's yeah. really cool. I just felt like bringing them up. <laughs> No, no, they're not. They, they are living for the cause and like they changed. Um, they changed they society. Changed a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I would not be here if it was still, you know, illegal. <laughs> like if it wasn't legal, I would not exist because I am a product of a biracial marriage. Um, so I am always thankful for those two, the lovings. <laughs> that they lived for the cause and they made it happen and a lot of us really wouldn't be here um yeah if it right. weren't for those two i um, actually had anyway. a conversation with a woman i was seeing once it was a mm -hmm. brief brief relationship but she was a uh hispanic woman from uh new york from the city and mm -hmm. She grew up, her parents were immigrants from Peru. She was, they were very strict Catholics. And okay. it was, it was weird because at, at the time, I don't recall what it was exactly, but there was uh, uh, marriage equality stuff in the news and, mm -hmm. and she was ardently against it. And it's like, why? I don't I don't get it why and she said because the Bible says so okay I don't first of all I don't think you've read it but whatever that's by the by secondly you know there was quite some time ago where people said interracial marriages were against the Bible mm -hmm. and she had just or her previous relationship was interracial so she got a bit upset with me. I didn't care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you not understand how fucking stupid you sound right now? 
for real. Uh, I, I really struggled to not say that. I didn't, but I was definitely thinking it. Like, man, every everything is fucking considered against the Bible when the societal norms don't want to change. They'll try to find some reason to some inalterable reason to that we have to stay the way that things have to stay the way they are mm-hmm. oh man so actually strangely enough a listener for the politics show i had um okay i was talking about uh what's, what's her, nikki haley the uh female the woman candidate um in the republican primary and she had she was in new hampshire doing a, mm-hmm. a little meet and greet kind of thing and she took an audience question and they asked her about the civil war and she just laid out all the same stupid bullshit that everyone likes to lay out that they all say yeah, yeah. and he and at the end of the question or at the end of her talking he said his response was like it's 2023 and you still can't say that the civil war was cause was the cause of it was slavery remaining legal or not mm-hmm. so i was t- i was kind of riffing on that and then i mentioned that like yeah i've uh i've taken that whole st- it was about states rights it was northern aggression it was blah 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 all the same dumb shit that they always say so i'm like i'm gonna look these up because i need to put us i need to put an end to this and the one of the do you know the name Jefferson Davis? That sounds familiar, but he I was, probably don't know who that is. He was the he was a senator from Missouri, I want to say it was. And he was the first president of the Confederacy, the only president of the Confederacy. And okay, yeah, I don't he cited he made it up, but he cited the Bible as the source for the infer- the position of inferiority is natural for black people. It is, oh my god! It is natural for them to be beneath us. I'm like, bro, what? How do, like, this, what? How do you still try to say states' rights? So I started, I'm putting together a really long outline. Uh, I had mentioned that uh, the Lux Internum outline that I did I'm doing something similar mm-hmm. to that. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna okay. go down, point by point, state, like uh, seceding state by state, all of the, the the main figures, uh, Jefferson Davis, what's that, some fucking cocksucker that the vice president, it's like Stephen Hamilton or something. I don't know. But, okay. But yeah, I'm working on that right now because I'm fucking tired of hearing that. I'm so tired of it. Somebody actually uh, in in the subreddit for for the Marine Corps, uh, mm-hmm. I I had mentioned something about like it wasn't states' rights, and then some fucking idiot was like, "Oh yeah, I bet you think that the Iraq War or the invasion of Iraq was for WMDs, dude." This is not the same thing, but mm-hmm. I'll, when I get it put together. I'm going to put it on the website, which I started a new section. It's called uh, the Daily Constitutional. 
I think that's pretty funny. I mean, I'm like on the website yeah. right now. The Daily Constitutional. Oh. Uh, I specifically picked something that sounds like poopies because politics is poop. Yeah. But it's. Uh, I just put up uh, press releases from all of the the reps and senators that I I get a, a newsletter. Okay. Oh, I didn't know you had merch. <laughs> yep. Um, and there's the Wayside Sports Review. I just put up press releases from all the boxing companies. Okay. But yeah, the shop is uh, all... All of it right now is... Is boxing. Yeah, it's the boxing yeah. stuff right now. Because we don't have... I don't have designs for anything else, really. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, look at that. We've been doing a whole lot of... Uh, a lot of the outro stuff. Excellent. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Uh, so uh, B-Sides Boxing is the boxing podcast I do with some homies. Uh, on the website, all of the merch is boxing related right now. Um, if you like MMA, we have Ultimate Fucking Casual. Um, the aforementioned Progressive Patriots. Ooky spooky stuff as well. I, I don't know how much I want to broadcast this but Lux Internum is a personal project of mine that I it's a theology philosophy that kind of stuff so I had actually one of the um, the b-sides people he mentioned something about having uh, different social media accounts for the different shows yes I've actually been wanting to talk yeah. to you about that i'm like i wouldn't yeah yeah okay so i i um what i mentioned to him and the other panelists i have is man it's if uh like if we're going to have individual accounts then what i need is like other people need to be posting on it i can't be the only one doing it that's why yeah, I, I I was gonna tell you I could probably help with the I mean this one and the other one that yeah. we do Ooky spooky I'm good with doing both yeah um, I've been I kept them this all in one because it's it's easier for um, like advertising accounts like yeah, yeah, account, yeah. accounting invoicing <clears throat> for advertisements it's a lot easier and mm -hmm. easier to do it like meta hat it's really easy to manage everything in one place mm -hmm. so that helps but yeah i was i was thinking of that too i was like we should probably have like our own accounts for both of the the ones we do yeah so that's a that's a good idea I i'm on board does. Mm -hmm. damn it <laughs> well it's fine um one of our and like I was even thinking, because you know, like, TikTok right now is the biggest thing oh, to be Lord. promoting yeah. everything on. Um, I was even thinking maybe at some point we could start doing, like, video stuff and, like, posting clips of some of our podcasts yeah. or, you know, something like that um, and, like, putting it on YouTube or something at some point. Um, that'll mean I will have to look less like a fucking garbage raccoon <laughs> and more presentable because when i'm at home i'm very comfortable my hair is in a fucking weird ordeal 
Um, but yeah, we could probably maybe uh, jump into doing more of that type of stuff too. Um, but I'd, I'd say give me a little bit of time because I need to like um, clean out a room that's in my house that's like my room, my little yeah, me yeah. cave, um, and get like a better desk set up for all that type of shit if I do video. Um, but that's something we could all probably look into doing as well because um, it will push, you know, it'll push more of that out there. Yeah, uh, I did try doing uh, some TikTok. Like, I still have the account, but... Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. I really was just making highlight clips of whoever we're talking about, and it's all sports-related, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those highlight clips were a little difficult time consuming mm -hmm. for me to make and i bet was just it wasn't really worth the effort uh for the mm -hmm. returns but uh as far as like going on youtube like the the this is on youtube oh, okay it's just what i do the uh the publication service that i use for mm -hmm. distribution it has an option to public like auto publish to youtube like everything else but it oh okay yeah my music stuff is like that too yeah, yeah. so it's i get it there's no video content but it's mm -hmm. like technically a video you know what i mean yeah right so that's why the the numbers aren't very good over there mm -hmm. but i expect they want to see things not yeah. listen yeah because I know people will, like, listen to... I do that with one of the podcasts that I enjoy a lot. That's just a bunch of fucking dumb shit anyways. Um, that they're talking about all the time. But they have, like... They upload their videos to YouTube. And it's just them, you know, in front of their mics and stuff talking. And they also have their own thing on, like, Patreon for, like, subscribers. Yeah. Like myself, who get, like, extra episodes and then of course they're on the spotify and apple you know um podcast so that you can listen to if you don't want to watch video but um i i've noticed that a lot of people that do podcasts now they like video the whole thing and they'll put that on youtube patreon whatever and then of course the audio with spotify and all that junk right um so maybe yeah. later on in t with time we can start doing stuff like that um it'll take some practice because there's a yes i do yeah. have i do edit the audio a little bit like i well when i say edit it's a really that's a strong word i just clean up spaces or if mm -hmm. there's excessive filler words like um are whatever yeah yeah that I clean out. Okay. Whereas with video, I still kind of can't do that. Yeah, I still have yet to um, <laughs> listen to any of our podcasts. Just because I hate the sound of my voice. I would suggest turning the speed up. Mm -hmm. That helps. Uh, of all the ones, like of all the shows that we do, that I do, whatever that I'm on, there's only one that I ever, like, just, 
I, I got used to the sound of my own voice very quickly. It, it, didn't, mm -hmm. it did not take a lot of time. But the one that I didn't like was boxing in Espanol. I fucking hated hearing myself in Spanish because I sound like a moron. And I'm I'm on the show with two. I was on it with two native, like they're Mexicans. They're Mexican citizens. So like, fuck. Yeah. I sound like an idiot, and they sound like they sound great. <laughs> yeah, we got the like Spanglish version of Spanish, you know, like the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what it was for me. Was mm -hmm. I would listen to them. I would like toss out a question. They would kind of banter back and forth. And as I'm listening to that, I'm like, oh, yes, that's the word. Yeah, I want that word. I can put together yeah. the sentence. So I just needed I uh, my vocabulary isn't very good. Yeah, my Spanish has gone to shit, too. <laughs> um, it's because I don't speak it that much, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't call my mom often. <laughs> and, you know, like I just I don't speak it that much. And I hate it because it was you know, the first, that was the first language. Right. But yeah, I get, I get words fucking mixed up all the time. I forget words when I'm translating and it really bothers me. Cause I'm like, this was my first fucking language. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. It was a main language in my house. <laughs> yeah. Up and it yep. still is, you know, when I go home, that's the only language. Fuck man. It's, it's annoying. Uh, to actually, lose that part because it's like such a big part of who we are you know and i love being bilingual it's just i'm losing the language a little bit and it sucks very much uh right so yeah speaking of social media until we branch that out we are on mm -hmm. lvx media net on everything if you can't find us we're not on it uh the tiktok account i made private yeah, it, I just, I don't know what I want to do with it yet. So, it's there, but whatever. Um, mm -hmm. So, interacting with the social media posts, it helps amplify those, which has the hopeful indirect cause, or in, indirect action of highlighting the podcast themselves. But what helps the most, rating and reviewing on whatever, wherever you're listening, a, a rating just if you could hit me with a fiver would very much appreciate it if you have a minute or two uh, a review would also be cool but you can go to the website uh, luxmedia.net hit the taco page and there's contact options in there the phone number is 833-LUX-PODS and it's anonymous if you don't tell me who you are I don't know who you are so mm -hmm. you know let it rip if you want uh, text or phone. The phone goes straight to voicemail. And anything, anything you want to throw out? Parting words, parting wisdom. Uh, not really. Um, I guess if you're doing resolutions, uh, I guess try to stick to it as much as you can. <laughs> uh, um, this is the year. I'm. She and I are going to be together. I'm telling you. You know what? Speaking of resolutions real quick, I did see something on TikTok uh, talking about how in like the paganism, the real New Year isn't until the spring. Vernal equinox. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. which, is, which is why your New Year's kind of don't flourish in, during the winter time because you should be preparing for hibernation. Um, and it's really in the springtime where we should be setting like those new 
those resolutions and stuff because you know uh that is when we are renewed and oh, whatever man. the pagan uh, implications of uh, vernal equinox, winter solstice. Mm -hmm. Oh my lord, I could do a whole Lux and Cernum on just that. But yeah. that's neither here nor there at the moment. Uh, all right. It used to be the Trinity, but we've expanded because how the fuck could I have forgotten? LeVar Burton. Oh man. The Millennial Pantheon now includes LeVar Burton uh, of very kind and generous soul who uh, taught us to love our curiosity and learning. And then uh, Steve mm -hmm. Irwin, loving nature, being kind to animals. Fred Rogers, being kind to your neighbors. And I feel most importantly, Bob Ross teaching us to be kind to ourselves. There you go. That's the Millennial Pantheon. I, if there's somebody missing, I would more than gladly add them. But you know the number, so there you go. Yep. All right, that's going to do it. Hard Shell Tacos number, what the fuck are we on? 15. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know, man. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. One last thing before we get out of here. The song taking us out today is Winter Fields by City Girl. If you would like to hear more, if you want to check out some merch, go to lvx.at slash city. Go support an artist, lux.at slash city. All right, we'll see you next time. Hasta la pasta.